Welcome back to another episode of Grass is Always Greener. I'm your host, Ryan Elke, and I just want to yell into a god GD abyss. Oh my god. Things, I guess, can get worse, because I was coming up on Tuesday. Let's just get right into it. Ready? One, two... Grass is always greener. Here's your host, Ryan Elke. <sighs> Welcome in another episode of Grass is Always Greener. I'm your host, Ryan Elke. Follow me on Twitter, Ryan E-L underscore key. Uh, find the podcast Always Green MSU on Twitter. Listen, Google, Apple, Spotify. It's all there. And what a gross weekend of sports from Michigan State. First, a 30-point loss to Rutgers. Then, to encapsulate it all, 17-point loss to Ohio State. The Rutgers game we probably saw coming after almost a three-week layoff from games, barely any practice, traveling out to the road, no Gabe Brown. Not that Gabe Brown's going to score 35 points to cover up that mistake. You were going to expect some bad turnovers. You're going to expect some missed shots just because, like, you're out of sync. You're going to expect just a lot of miscommunication. Like, it was just bound to happen. You're just hoping that at some point the mistakes would correct themselves, but they really didn't. But what I really want to scream about is about Sunday's game because it was just gross. Like, yeah, there's little spurts of energy here and there, which, like, Michigan State would go down, like, 10, up, come back, up, go down, 15, up, bring it back. Like, there was nice little spurts of energy, but as always, like, this team just gets tired quick, or just the energy can't last, and the energy only happens really on defense. Like, there's very, we saw one little spurt of offense where there's a couple threes, but it's just this team is just so incohesive it's just it they're just a bad watch right now they're just awful and even offensively turnovers 10 turnovers ain't bad it's not awful like Ohio State 9 really like and before I get into the game I just want to yell about Big 10 officiating once again um not that it was that one side. I mean, it wasn't one side. The fouls were even. 24 to 24 free throws. Michigan State had 31 compared to Ohio State's 29. Um, just when games get into that ticky-tacky shit that we saw where every hand foul was called, but then we turned to Ohio State shoving Jeremy Langford on a dead ball situation. No foul. Hogard goes up for a layup. Yeah, it's versus a guy comes in from an angle, jumps into him, and swats down. No foul. But they'll call Marcus Bingham for two hands on EJ Little when he's backing down for a second. 
They'll call little ticky-tacky reach-ins. It's like, if you're not going to call the hard stuff, why are you calling the little petty stuff? Like, then it's just not turning into basketball. It's turning into the officials having fun on a 1 o'clock window of CBS. Like, get that shit off of my TV. I came to watch Michigan State lose by 17 in a basketball game, not lose by 17 in an officials match. Like, can we just... You know, I know there's... Officiating's hard. They're not paid, blah, 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 blah. It's still your job. And nothing annoys me more, too, when you hear, like, oh, well, the league's going to... You know, they're really looking at this foul this year. Like, they're really going to overemphasize calling this foul. How about you just call a foul when it's a damn foul? Don't emphasize, we're going to call this this year. Call it all the time. It's your job. Don't give me this crap that we need to emphasize hand-checking this year. Call it when it's egregious. Call charging when it's egregious, not because the... Your bosses up top said, we really need to focus on this more. Like, no, you need to focus on calling the game the best way possible. And why that never happens is beyond me. Jesus. Now, granted, my, my misplaced, that might be misplaced anger because of the way Michigan State's playing, or it's just the fact that I've been watching Big Ten basketball for my entire life, and that's how it always is. So let's get into the game. I just, I mean, there's really not much more to say about this game. We know what the issues are. I mean, there's a little bit of a different lineup switch. Rocket Watts comes in at the point guard. And then nothing goes great. Thomas Kithier not playing great. I mean, granted, his minutes um, went down. Only nine total minutes. But it was really surprising. Hogard only five minutes. Sissoko, only five minutes. Bingham at eight minutes, which you'd hope to see more, but was getting into foul trouble. But he's been playing well down low. But Joey Hauser, like, like we could put one of the cardboard cutouts on the defensive end, and he might do better than what Joey Hauser does down low. I mean, I don't know how he can be so absent-minded on defense all the time. Like, it's just frustrating to see him just lose sight of his guys down low or to just give up the easy lane to the basket every single time. Like, it's fine if Kit Deer's covering. It's fine if Marcus Bingham's covering. But when teams get smart, draw it out and just have Hauser down low, easy bucket every single time. Oh, then Langford, I appreciate what Langford was trying to do during that game, trying to be more of an aggressor on offense. Just the dude shots just not falling right now. He's only had like one and a half good games this year. And maybe this is what Langford is at the moment after, you know, two years off. And then when you're starting to come back, you Starting to see a little groove, then you hit uh then there's a COVID break where three months off, so it's like he hasn't even had a real return to basketball because of the COVID nineteen situation. 
And it's just a bummer that this is the season he gets to come back to, to be his final year. Not last year, not the year before, not finish out his career in the right way. He gets to finish out with this. So I appreciate like him being an aggressor on this team offensively. Because like Hauser was for a little bit and it looked okay until he started jacking up turnaround 20 footers. Langford was taking nice shots. Henry, I don't know, two for eight. It just I don't know what's with this team offensively where it's incapable of them driving into the lane and trying to draw draw a foul. Granted, they had 31 free throws in the game, but like how many wasted possessions have we seen where they just weave the ball around the three-point line or pass around the three-point line and either turn the ball over or have to force up a bad three or put a big guy in a bad spot for a two? Like, what offensive game plan is that? Who's going to take charge on offense and say, this crap can't stand anymore? I mean, yeah, we see Rocket Watts drive into the lane only to be scared of contact and throw a floater up that he's going to miss 85% of the time. It's not good when he hits that first floater because then we're going to see eight more of them in the game and... Those eight will he'll miss oh, terribly. Like at what point, Rocket, or will you finally initiate contact and get to the free throw line? Stop playing scared AAU ball and start playing some Big Ten basketball and initiate some contact. Stop being scared in the lane and draw some draw a foul. Get to the free throw line. So you have a better shot of you getting points than taking any shot in the field right now. I mean, you're shooting 27% in Big Ten play. That is just abysmal. And, that, and I've sat here and said, oh, Foster Lawyer, he can't play Big Ten basketball. He's playing better than you. Oh, Tum Tum Naren, he's probably one of the worst college basketball players I've said, ever seen. Better marks than you right now, Mark. Like, I don't know what's going on in between your head, but at some point, like, find a wide open three or get to the lane and initiate contact. Get a flow going through the free throw line. Because right now, why should you be be playing? Why should you have any minutes right now on this team? Because you're talented? Cool. People are talented. Everyone in the Big Ten on a Big Ten roster is talented. But when you're putting out a consistent two of nine performance, averaging six points in Big Ten play, playing over 20 minutes a game, like what's the point? Again, shooting 27% from the field in Big Ten play. Shooting 25% from three, only taking about two threes a game. Only averaging, not even averaging a free throw a game. Played 18 games. 
has 23 free throw attempts on the year. Barely averaging one a game. Excuse me. He's had 23 free throw attempts in 14 games this year. So, so a little over one and a half attempts a game. Like, initiate some contact, man. Like, at some point, you gotta, we gotta get to the free throw line. Get some easy points there. Because every other basket attempt is just not having it. He scored not even 50 points in eight conference games. It's just awful. You know? At this point, why should like there's no expectation of making the tournament? Why should you? Why should this team? They shouldn't make like they might be barely eligible for the NIT if that goes on. Eight and six, two and six in conference play, bottom feeder, one of the bottom feeders of the Big Ten. Yeah, Iowa on Tuesday, then hopefully lucky enough to scrape two wins out with Nebraska and Penn State to only face Iowa again. Like, we're going to have to see, like, just to salvage a season to make us feel better, we'd have to see some sort of miraculous run here. Which, why should we expect anything like that with this play? Those were how many games into the year and haven't seen really any resemblance of a point guard established. Why haven't we seen any offensive score really established in Big Ten play? Like, I understand, you know, in Izzo we trust. We got to trust what he's doing. But at some point, Izzo has to make some changes to the lineup and hurt some feelings. Kithier had a nice few games at the end of the non-conference. But... What is what is he providing? Joey Hauser had a great start of the year. What has he really done since Christmas? He's a little banged up. He had a little time off. Like, he can't get stuff straight. Cool. Start someone else for a game and see how he responds. Love to see Malik Hall be... Somewhat aggressive. That I mean, I'm just tired of the passive aggressive offense that this team runs. The defense has been fine the last few games. Not great, not bad, just fine. But you can't expect your defense to hold every team to like 45 points for you to win a game. At some point, your offense is going to have to win you a game. And so far, it can't. It's just getting frustrating just watching this team every other week or every week. And it's just this, like 
finally, at least the turnovers were a little more held more in check. Again, 10 turnovers for the game, really a couple more, something that gets, you know, go down as a turnover. Like that first play of the game, what somehow didn't go down as a turnover. But when you have no offensive player, you know, brave enough to drive the lane and score the ball. I mean, Aaron Henry normally has gotten foul trouble. Didn't really do it the rest of the game. Said it's just a pass around the three-point line. Let's try to work for something open, except you don't really work for anything open. Because then Ohio State started jumping your screens and trapping players. Because then, whether it be Lawyer or Watts, would just dribble up. Like, hey, not that two people trapping me is enough. Let me go up towards half court and be trapped by that line as well. And the out of bounds. Let me just go in that little coffin's corner and just get trapped. Like, this team is just not mentally there. And, hell, maybe we can throw it up to a COVID season. Just say, hey, you know, it is what it is. Better luck next year. But with nine games left of the regular season, I'd like to enjoy <laughs> those nine games. Maybe more. Like They have to re- possibly reschedule some games, but... I'd like to enjoy the month of February and see what happens. I'm also annoyed at that game. I live bet the over-under, the under at 138. That was when the score was stuck at like 46.35 for like five minutes. Of course, the over hit in the last like 60 seconds of the game. That was the final annoyance to that game for me. Oh, okay. I think I've yelled about this game enough about what's going on. Um, as for Michigan State's schedule this week, they play Iowa Tuesday. That's not going to be fun. 7 o'clock Tuesday night in Iowa. Then come back home Saturday for a 6.30 special against Nebraska. And then host Penn State the following Tuesday. And then Iowa. So that's your next two weeks. Iowa, Nebraska, Penn State, Iowa. So, man. Right now, Michigan State, second to last in the Big Ten, just above the 0-5 Nebraska Cornhuskers. Just if I'm being if I'm being a homer, if I'm being a homer, I see one, two, three, four, five, five more wins out of their nine. That's Nebraska, Penn State, Purdue, Indiana, Maryland. Losses to Iowa, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan. So they go five and four the entire way. That put them at seven and ten. Seven and ten. Thirteen and thirteen and ten on the year. That's it. Just twenty games. Or twenty three games. Maybe that gets them into the tournament as a play one of the play in seeds. 
playing 11 seeds. Who knows? But it'd be nice. Just give give your fans one one nice little upset this year. Can't remember who put it. But I think it was John Kirby that put it on Twitter. Like two wins that made MSU fans feel like suckers. The Duke win this year. And then the football win versus Notre, Notre Dame. I think it was like a top 15 matchup. Michigan State finished 3-9 and nine that year. Notre Dame finished 4-8. and eight. <laughs> uh, That's what it feels like. Feels like we were duped, hoodwinked, bamboozled, and now we're here. Grant, it's not. And I've seen the Tom Izzo stuff on Twitter where people are like, is it time for Tom Izzo to go? This is turning out like D'Antonio his last few years. Like, first off, no, it's not because <laughs> this is only one season. As much as I'm aggravated, there's talent here. Just stuff's not stuff's not sticking, and they don't have a point guard that they don't have someone that's taking over this team. I mean that in a leadership role. Like they they just don't have someone taking over this team. That's the issue. And also, what we saw with recruiting with D'Antonio is that was in the 40s when he first started, kind of started bumping up in the 30s, like in the 20s, and then started dipping back down to the 40s again. Like after that big recruiting class miss of like 2016, we had Donnie Corley and Robertson and all of them that after one year got kicked off campus because of sexual assault that wiped out your top three recruits in a recruiting class took out the city of Detroit recruiting for you. That's what ha- that's what happened to Mark D'Antonio's recruiting. That's where he ended up losing recruiting and this. Difference between that and Tom Izzo, Tom Izzo has two great recruiting classes lined up after this. Like, you're a lot like <laughs> down years allowed to happen. We've seen down years in quotation marks where they've been like a nine seed in the tournament in eight seed. And there's been a few of those eight seeds, the seven seeds that have gone on, like put it together at the right time, gone on and made a final four. Not saying this team's going to do that. They've, they're not going to make the tournament right now, but like, that's a down year for Michigan state basketball team in our eyes is being a nine seed in the tournament. This is a real down year. This is a regular down year for other programs. <laughs> so Michigan State fans also need to cool it because y'all we've been freaking spoiled for 25 years. Just remember that before you start complaining about not making tournament, is it was dried up, it's over. No, it's not over. It's just this team don't have it. That's it. That's just plain and simple. This team doesn't have it. They just don't all work well together. They need a true point guard to come in, take out his team, a true scorer to come in. Got that and Jay Nakins coming in. Like it's things will be better next year. It's just it sucks that this year is here. Because <laughs> I don't remember the last time Michigan State made a tournament. I was six. Some of you may remember it, but again, it was an entire lifetime ago for you. 
It was a quarter of your life ago. Maybe before you had kids. Maybe before you had a real job. That's how long it's been. Y'all just forgot. And that's perfectly fine. We were spoiled, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. Now we're just stuck in this shitty here. Uh, one last thing before I get going. Um, two last things. So women's track and field, back-to-back Big Ten champs. Congrats to them. Second, pick a bone with rivals. They came out with an article today saying, flip alert, watch out for these recruits. They may flip. In there, they put Rayshon Benny, Michigan State commit for football, who hasn't signed his letter of intent yet. Notre State was pushing hard for him to sign uh, in December. Now I believe he has until February is the next signing day. They put him in there like, oh, well, he hasn't signed. Michigan's making a push. Texas is making a push. And at the end, they're like, we don't really expect him to flip. We just want to put this on notice. What the What the hell? Come on, Rivals. You're better than that, Rivals. Hey, flip alert. Um, this guy's probably not going to, but you never know. Come on. That's a blog boy post. You're right. I expect a little something better from Rivals. Not whatever sports nation throwing out a blog post. <laughs> Come on. Be a little better. All right. That's it for today. Probably have one later out in the week recapping Iowa, hopefully previewing two wins coming up after that in Nebraska and Penn State. Um, so this has been Grass is Always Greener. Find us, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Find me on Twitter, Ryan EL underscore key. And the podcast, Always Green MSU. Let's just suffer through this last month and hopefully have some money to bet during March Madness. As always, go green. Ready? One, two. another episode of grass is always greener make sure you subscribe apple google or spotify why not all three